Joe's Conservative Quarter. Where to begin? It's only been four days since my last podcast. I do them every Tuesday and every Friday. And the news is going completely nuts. So much is happening so fast, it's gotten to be a little bit ridiculous. But let's start with Bill Barr. So Bill Barr decided to turn in his resignation. Not a big surprise. Him and Trump were beefing a little bit because... Barr really has been MIA throughout everything. And then uh, come to find out that he's been holding out on letting everybody know there's been an open investigation since 2018 on Hunter Biden. You know, these are things that probably could have helped in the election, could have helped sway the election. And he's been quiet on that. He also, they had that conflict where Bill Barr was claiming there was no evidence of fraud and then backtracked on it. So him and Trump haven't been getting along too good since the election. And he came out with a statement that he's going to be resigning. He's wrapping up a few things. And just before Christmas will be his formal resignation and last day. And uh, he'll spend Christmas with his family for the holidays. Him and Trump did exchange some nice words to each other on Twitter. It seemed like they buried the hatchet or at least tried to keep it as professional as possible. More than likely what really happened was Trump probably pulled him in the office and told him, you're doing a crappy job. I don't know what you're doing. You know, you need to get it together and maybe Barr didn't feel like dealing with it or he's part of the swamp problem. He was Bush's boy. So who knows what really happens behind closed doors there. But nonetheless, he is resigning and attorney Jeff Rosen is going to take his place as acting attorney general for now. Supposedly Durham's been beefing up his legal staff and maybe we'll get something out of that. That report was supposed to come out and again, it's just... Leaves you kind of hopeless with these people because it seems like they always get away with everything. It's like you have all this massive evidence, but you never bring it out to the public to show it, to release it so we can all see it for ourselves instead of it coming off as he said, she said. Because as conservatives, we'll say, hey, look what they've done. You know, it's it's provable. And then, you know, on the liberal side and then, and then the fake news media, they'll go, well, they haven't shown us everything. It's just right wing propaganda. So it it really does us no good. We need some actual reports. You know, you need these people to be held accountable. One of the biggest problems we are having is everybody on the top end is held accountable for nothing. These people get away with things we couldn't even dream of getting away with. If me or you did any of the things that half these people are accused of, if we did a fraction of them, we'd end up in jail. We'd certainly be in court and maybe we get off if we're lucky, but for the most part, we'd be in jail. We'd be done. It wouldn't even matter anymore for us because we're going to be in a cell somewhere having uh, bread and water the rest of our life. So they need to start holding these people accountable. At the end of the day, that's the only thing that's going to make them tighten up. If you don't hold them accountable, if you don't actually hit them with something, all they really need to do is make an example of one big name. And then you'll watch everybody tighten up. If you get somebody like a Hillary Clinton, if you get Barack, if you even manage to get Joe Biden with all the investigations going on him and his son and everything else right now, and he actually goes to court and he actually has to do a little bit of prison time, these people will start tightening up because then they know it's serious. Then they know there's actually some consequences for your actions and your lies. And we should get a better result out of Washington, which kind of leads you into the election. Why are they cheating? Because they think they can get away with it. Because there's really no penalties. Again, like I just said, who? what do they get more than a slap on the wrist? Nothing. Right now, they're having so many problems with this Dominion voting system that it ends up, after they did the audit, 
that it's at a 68% error in just one of the Michigan counties. Imagine it was used in 28 states. How many hundreds of counties were these in? You need to pull all of the Dominion machines in and you need to run an audit on all of them to find out any type of true numbers. This is why 75 million of us feel that we have a severe injustice being done to us because we know the cheating is so evident. But does anybody listen to us? No. Are we getting anywhere with it? No. No matter what state they're in, they're shutting down every legal challenge that Trump has. Why? Because the fake news media will cover for him because they want it to look like a sham. Because the people that only listen to the mainstream media have no idea what's really going on. And it's crazy to think that with with everything in the world that they don't know, but I got to be honest with you, they don't know. They believe what they're being fed. They're being fed lies and they're being deceived, but they just don't know. We're the ones that know. We try to enlighten them. We try to wake them up, but it's hard to get through to these people sometimes because they don't want to hear it. They're happy on off in their own little worlds thinking that they got a good handle on everything and whatever they watch is the truth because you trust the school systems. You trust the news. You're supposed to trust the government like they have our best interests at heart, but they absolutely do not. The school systems indoctrinating our children. The news media is spreading pure propaganda and lying to you. And the government just wants to control you. How many people know about the big bust that they just made at SolarWinds, the IT technology company that works with Dominion? Nobody knows. Nobody's paying attention. And that's huge. The CEO of the company sold out, what, like 700,000 shares of his own stock so he can get rich? Uh, Another lower-level man sold out like 25,000 shares. These are not exact numbers. You got to look them up yourself. But they were somewhere in the realm. So he can get uh, $1.5 million or something out of selling out his shares. They were trying to skip town. The, The feds went in and they had to actually give up their passports so they can't leave the country. And they work with Dominion. That's a problem. These things need to be looked into. We need to get to the bottom of it. You cannot tell me that this election has been a clean election, but the left are so arrogant. They certify the votes. They act like everything's all good, that Joe Biden's going to be the next president and and Kamala's going to be the next VP. They don't want us to know the truth. They got to stick to it. They're sticking to their guns. Mitch McConnell comes out today and he's doing the uh, the normal political thing. He's congratulating everybody. Oh, congratulations to the first female VP. Congratulations to Joe Biden. Looking forward to working with him. And then cleaned it up at the end. He's looking forward to working with Trump for the remainder of his uh, term. You know what? Do what you got to do, Mitch. It is what it is. You're a swamp creature too. It's not a big deal. You know, the sad thing is I do fight for the Republican side. I am registered as a Republican because I feel like of the two, it's the lesser of the two evils. So you're trying to fight for one side, but truly I'm a conservative first and my ideology and what I want to see in the United States does not link up with the Republican establishment because they're a little better than the Democrats. Uh, and I mean the moderate Democrats. I'm not talking about the extremists. They're obviously a lot better than the extremists, which is why I'm pushing for the Republican side to win. You know, Georgia, please get out and vote. Do it. You got to get out and vote. I know you're not happy with what happened. I know you don't believe in the system. And I know it's hard to go stand in line and do something that you think makes no difference. But at the end of the day, these people 
Republicans and Democrats alike, one thing that they wanted to do is get rid of Trump. And it appears at the moment that they feel that they're getting that. But believe me, they're both fighting for power. So that election is going to be watched way more closely than the actual general election was watched. Be prepared to get out and vote to win because they want to win. They want to hold the Senate. They don't want to give the Senate over to the Democrats. I can assure you that much. So your vote will count. Just get out and do it. I understand people when they say, like I said, it doesn't matter. They turn their back on Trump. Why should I help them? Why you should help them? is because if not, you're literally handing the country over to socialists. That's why. Get out there and do it. Uh, Put your feelings aside for it on this one. Hold the Senate so we can hold the line. I'm not saying Trump's losing. About to get into that in just a second here. But hold the line because it appears this has been his plan all along. From all the reports you're seeing, it looks to me... And it looks to a bunch of other people like this has been his plan since the beginning. There's a report that came out from the Harvard Kennedy School Belfer Center that on November 6th, actually, that basically says Trump knew that this was going to happen more or less. His strategic plan was you challenge everything, you show that there's fraud, even if legally they keep shutting you down. You end up getting the electorates to vote for you so it becomes a contested election. So come January 6th, when Mike Pence opens the envelopes, because they're contested, he can throw them out per state. It is legal, which would kick in the 12th Amendment. And once you get to the 12th Amendment, that means everybody in the House gets a vote, and they get a vote per state, not per person. In which case, since we have a 26-state lead that are Republican-led, technically Trump should win. So it's possible that he's going that route because he's not getting relief anywhere else, especially in the courts. He's not getting help from the mainstream media. He's getting Republicans turn their back on him. He's not getting it anywhere. I do believe Mike Pence would do the right thing. We're going to have to wait till November 6th to see. In the meantime, the fifth is the runoff election. It would be nice to win at least one of the two seats. It's all we really need is one of the two to hold the Senate. And then followed by the next day, you know, the Democrats will be all down on their luck on that one. But followed by the next day, they get hit with that. Naturally, I'm sure they would end up challenging it in the Supreme Court. But apparently the Supreme Court has set precedence. I know that my podcast last week I dropped it just before the news was breaking about uh, the Supreme Court not wanting to hear the Texas case. So via what they did, they want the states to handle it. They don't want to have any part of it. They don't want to be the decision makers on it. Setting that precedence, they should you know, dismiss what the Democrats bring forth because constitutionally, everything that Trump will have done up to that point is within the constitutional guidelines. And I'm pretty hopeful that's the way it's going to go. You know, these people want power so bad, I can only think about during the Kavanaugh hearing when Lindsey Graham had his one moment in life where he said, man, you guys want power so bad, I hope you never get it. And they sure are trying to flex their muscles on how much power they have right now. Look at all the states with this COVID deal. You know, there's a news report coming out today from um, the UK saying that there's a different strand that's a much quicker spreader of the coronavirus. And when I heard it, I was like, oh, of course, 
of course there is. What a big surprise. Why? Because Trump came out with a vaccine that would get rid of this supposed coronavirus and we could get back to a normal life. So basically your dependency on the government or the power that they are now using to shut you down and control your lives as much as they can, especially in the dominantly blue states in the blue areas, they're going to lose that power. And they are not going to want to give that power up so easily. Look at what Dr. Fauci said. He also said that, you know, masks and social distancing will still be necessary after you receive the vaccine. Well, then what the hell am I taking it for? (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, oh, I thought the purpose of a vaccine was so that I could go back to my normal life so I didn't have to wear these stupid masks or worry if somebody walks too close to me that they're going to get all panicky because I'm walking next to them. We can get back to some type of normalcy. But no, we're going to take a vaccine and still have to wear it. Why? Because they say the virus could potentially live in your nose and even though you're asymptomatic, you could still pass it on to other people. Man, they must really think we are all so stupid. That we're all going to just believe it. I am, I've been warmed to my heart watching all these people starting to buck the system. I am so happy because that is the only way that this stops is you have to stand up for yourself. Otherwise we're dead in the water. And you know, with all the COVID stuff going on, look at Bill Gates. Who, when the hell did Bill Gates become a doctor? Just like Jill Biden. When the hell did she become a doctor? You're a teacher. Doesn't make you a doctor. Sorry. Okay. And Bill Gates, when the hell did you become a doctor? You're a computer nerd at best. And you're not even that good because what you did is you were a better salesman. You marketed the Microsoft part of it, but you're not actually the inventor. You're not the guy that invented it. So you're not even that smart. So I don't know where we're giving you legal authority on how we run our lives. I was watching an interview that he was having where he's basically advocating to keep the restaurants and bars shut down for at a minimum another six months. You know, that's real easy to say when you're worth like $120 billion. I don't know what his exact figure is. I think it's 118, but we're just going to round up. $120 billion. That's easy to say when the guys that are running and the gals that are running those bars and restaurants are scraping to get by to feed their families. It has no impact on you because you got enough money that you can go sit in a bunker for the rest of your life and never have to worry about coming out. But guess what, Bill? All the rest of us, we got to go to work. We got to feed our families. We got to make our lives, make our living. A lot of these people dump their entire lives into these places. And who gives you the right to make such an ignorant statement like that? So why don't you shut up, sell your little computers, and don't say nothing. And let the actual working people of this country decide what's best for them and their families. I can't believe that guy. That guy makes me sick. I've never liked that guy. But that just gives me more reason not to like him. Uh, Kevin McCarthy's got a real problem with that also. He was doing an interview, I believe, on Fox News. I'm going to play a little clip for you so you can hear what he has to say. Thousands of small businesses closed. I I opened my first small business when I was 20. I know what it's like to have a dream. Um, And then to have it shattered by government. What's even worse, though, is what Nancy Pelosi has done. We were able to get that paycheck, the PPP money, out to the small businesses that helped them pay their employees, pay their rent, get them that bridge across while we battle COVID. But more than 40 times since this summer, the Democrats have voted no to letting more money out. They don't even have to appropriate more money. There's $138 billion still sitting there. But she uses it as a political tool. And it wasn't until just last week that she finally admitted what we all knew 
that she was doing it for politics. She wanted to hold it up because of the election. She wanted somehow to hurt President Trump. And remember, she is the only person in this country that believed doing nothing was better than doing something. But that's exactly what she's done with the power of the House. And look again, what's Nancy Pelosi worth? Like $180 million? Another person that can sit at home stuffing your face with all that ice cream that you have in your, I don't know, what is it, a $26,000 refrigerator? Okay, so, and you know, you got such a weird fetish with ice cream. It's it's mildly creepy, I got to be honest with you. You just start to wonder. I mean, I think most people like ice cream. You have a particular flavor or two that you really love. But to be at that level, unless you're actually making it, I, I don't know, you know, it's weird. She's weird. She Look at her. She looks like she's half drunk and doesn't even know what the hell she's doing half time either. That's another one. Like, how are you still in Congress? You need to retire. This is where we need term limits. When you have term limits, so people like that, get them out and put some new people in there so we don't have to sit here and suffer through the rest of our lives looking at that decaying body on TV spewing lies and hate for anybody that doesn't agree with her. Man, I'm just beside myself with these people sometimes. And there's another one. Again, you're holding up money. You're holding up money to hurt the common folk. Because you feel that you're better. Because it doesn't hurt you to hold it up. But all these people that have been waiting for that relief that you promised them, I don't know, way back in April, they're still waiting on it. It's December. They're still trying to feed their families. They're trying to figure out where their next paycheck's coming from. I I mean, it's terrible. But again, I told the whole reason I started this rant, and I apologize for it, I'm just getting so annoyed with this whole situation, and I'm sure most of you are too, is... It, it is warming my heart to see there are so many more people starting to stand up and they're just getting tired of it because I believe that everybody, no matter what your political affiliation is, it's got to the point where you are understanding that they're using this as a political weapon against us and Trump. And by us, I don't mean just Republicans. Us, I mean we, the people, as a total in the United States, it's a political weapon to control us, to see how much we'll take. The only way they can do what they do is if you let them because it is humanly impossible to get us off. If we all go against the system, there is nothing they can do. Jeez. So what else happened in these last four days? I'm telling you, these last four days have been out of control. Oh, yeah, Republican Paul Mitchell's leaving the GOP. Oh, there, there's like, oh, God, let's get the tissues out like anybody cares. So I don't even know why that was that, why that even made such big news. Also, Colin Kaepernick apparently was working with Ben and Jerry's, and they came out with a social justice-flavored ice cream. I wonder what that tastes like. If I would guess anything, I would think it would taste a little bit ashy, like tar. It probably tastes like real bitter and, and just nasty and gummy and just disgusting. You know, like they were doing, burning everything, looting everything, spewing all their hate. They all look so dirty. Anytime you see pictures of the Antifa people arrested, it's like they look like they're from another planet. They look disgusting. Their faces are all chewed up. They just look gross. So I'm assuming that's what it tastes like. Okay. Because, I mean, what the hell else could it taste like? I guess that's another ice cream company that uh, I will not be purchasing from anymore. You know, I, I didn't used to be that way, but... Lately, I'm only supporting the institutions that support what I believe in. I'm no longer, you know, putting my money into places that 
are working against me. I, it's like I'm working against myself. So I'm supporting all my small businesses, all the big retailers can kick rocks. And anybody who's not getting involved in all the social justice who's staying neutral, you'll still have my business. But if not, yeah, I got no interest in you. Well, I think that'll about wrap it up for me today. That's enough news, some nonsense, some not, some very important. We'll see how the election plays out. we got a few weeks left. I'll keep reporting as things come in. And let's see what other nonsense we can get into for Friday because the news, if it continues this fast, I'm sure Friday is going to just be as dumb as ever. Uh, That'll do it for me today. If you like what you're hearing, please tell some people about me. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. I'm also at Parlor Joe Little. And if you'd like to contact me, ask me any questions, complain, tell me I suck, tell me I'm doing a great job, however you feel about it, you can reach out to me, Gmail at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at gmail.com. Thanks, God bless, have a good night.